Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for what could have been future episodes. I'm Ed. I'm very tired. Yes, very tired is with me today. That's John. I'm John. And guess what? It's spooky. It's Halloween. I'm, I'm just really happy that that waveform looked kind of ghostly. Yeah, that waveform looks kind of like a ghost. So we're actually trying something different this week. We're recording in the same room, so John can actually see his waveforms. So this week, we covered a spooky show. We covered The Elvira Show. It's scary how bad it was. So if you don't know, Elvira is that lady that was in like a bunch of like... Spooky. Yeah, no, she had like a movie called... Elvira's like spooky. I don't remember the name of the movie, but she also got her start doing Elvira's movie macabre. I think that's what it was called. It was like a B movie thing, not B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. B movie is in like B dash movie. So, uh, this show was created right off the heels of her movie, which kind of bombed at the box office, but. They still ended up going with the TV show, uh, at least a pilot. And it was in 1993, CBS did it, and they didn't pick it up for good reason. So, uh, the show starts off with a very, like, bewitch-looking title, like Bewitched. Not Not the film, the actual TV show. I think the film actually had a title that looked similar. I don't remember. I saw it once a long time ago. I remember Will Ferrell's in it, and that's about it. Yeah. So it's a very bewitched-looking title, and Elvira is a psychic, and she has a client there and says, I see something. The The client says, is it a man? Well, darn, it is. Do you know a Bill? No. Jack? No. Mike? No. You don't know anybody named Mike. And she decides, hey, I want to buy a love potion. So Elvira creates a love potion for her, and she says, wouldn't it be worth an extra 20 bucks if he's faithful? And this lady goes, oh yeah, sure, gives her the extra 20 bucks. This is like budget love potion. Like, you gotta pay for extra features. Yeah, you need the DLC. You need that love potion DLC. Published by Activision. Published by Ubisoft and Activision at the same time. Maybe THQ, I don't know. I think they closed down. THQ Nordic is still around. Cool. So (laughs) the instructions for this love potion are that the lady needs to light a candle that Elvira gives her and dance around it naked until uh, she gets a man. And Renfield, her cat, says, that's not a pretty picture. That is actually how Renfield sounds. His mouth doesn't move because apparently only in this show, in this show, only witches can hear animals. But I digress. Nobody else can hear animals. They're just cats don't meow. No, they're muted. Muted, because cats mew. That's the sound they make. I don't know if you can see this through the microphone, which you can't because this is an audio medium. That'd be crazy if you could see this. But John is staring me down right now. So the client says, oh, Elvira, how can I how can I ever repay you? And Elvira says, next time, bring cash. Da-da-da-da-da-da. So that's the end of that scene. Then we cut to the next scene. And Minerva, who is Elvira's aunt, 
starts walking in the door and a carriage, like a, a shopping cart, just follows her in. She's not touching it. She's using her magic to bring it in. And Elvira sees her and says, what did I tell you about exposing yourself? And she goes, oh, did I tuck in my slip to my my pants again? Like, haha, funny, exposing her butt. That was the joke. I guess you could say it was the butt of the joke. No, okay. So Elvira's like, no, don't expose your magic. Like, you can do it however you want and how much you want when no one's looking. And Renfield says, or until you need glasses. Too late. Because Minerva has glasses. And she says, shut up, Furball, or I'll have you neutered again. Which doesn't make sense. You magic. can't. Magic. Oh, you're right, magic. She could magically re-unneuter him and re-neuter him. She could magically. What would the spell be to bring his balls back, John? Something in Latin, probably. I'm very tired. So this is when we find out that they live in Manhattan, but not the real Manhattan. They live in Manhattan, Kansas, because that's the joke. And Minerva has to go bring the shopping cart back. And Renfield says, bring back some kitty litter or you'll be sorry. He's a very sassy cat. And that's the end of that scene. And then we cut back and Minerva and Ren, Renfield, are watching TV and the doorbell rings. And it's a dude. And he says, hey there, pretty lady. And she says, Renfield, did we order a hunk? And then there's the canned laugh track. And he asks, who's the psychic? She goes, oh, hold on, Elvira. Elvira comes down. And the guy, who we find out his name is Chip, he says, oh, you must be Elvira. And she says, no, I must be dreaming. And he introduces himself, says, I'm Chip. And she goes, Chip, as in potato? Bet I can't eat just one. Ha ha ha. So she uh, brings him into the little, like, psychic room and says, Doc, your dinghy sailor. And first of all, I've recorded two episodes this week. And this is the second show that's had a dinghy joke. And I'm just appalled and amazed that this would happen. It's spooky Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. What was that? John, did you just... <laughs> say it's a ghost that's sick? It sounded like a ghost was farting. That sounded like a ghost fart. No, it's a, a ghost that feels like he's going to throw up. He's like, Ooh. but he's still, he didn't want to call out from work. So he's, he's still haunting people. Like he's still in work, but he wants everybody to know that he is still feeling sick. He does that. To... <laughs> he wants somebody to send him home. Yeah. So that he doesn't feel bad about calling out. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so she says, Chip, I see big things in your future. And then we zoom in on the crystal ball and it's magnifying Elvira's two biggest assets, her boobs, which is what she's well known for. And he reveals that he wants to buy a love potion. And he says, how much is it? She says, how about I just lip wrestle you for it? And she like quivers her lips near him in what's supposed to be a comical way, but is very uncomfortable to watch. And the doorbell rings again. And she opens the door. And there's a young lady there. And she looks like she's dressed like a Girl Scout. And Elvira thinks she's a Girl Scout. Says, I'll take two of the mint cookies. She slams the door. The doorbell rings again. And she opens it and says, I thought you didn't have to pay until you got the cookies. And Chip says, you seem busy. I'll just come back later. And the girl's still there. And she says, why are you still here? And the girl says, I'm Paige, your niece. 
And for some reason, this joke was in here. She goes, Elvira goes, I'm not getting my knee on my knees for no Girl Scout because niece sounds like knees and they needed to fit every ounce of innuendo they could into this TV show. So Paige hugs Elvira and it like zooms in on Elvira like, what the hell? It's like a crash zoom on her face. And it goes to commercial. And then when we come back from commercial, Minerva walks downstairs and also thinks that Paige is a Girl Scout. They realize like, oh, this is Paige. And she says, oh, Paige, you've grown. And Paige says, you've never met me. Okay, but you've still grown. That's that's true for most people. That is true for most people. So it turns out that Paige was raised by nuns on a remote island off the coast of Maine because her dad, who is Elvira's brother, uh, he died. And then her mom died in a mysterious car accident, I believe. That's basically the whole backstory of Paige. And Paige says, the sisters told us not to dress in a way to get men to sin and like stares at Elvira and like kind of throws shade that way. And Elvira or Minerva's just like, oh, well, just goes to show you, you should never take fashion advice from a nun. And they go, okay, well, Paige, what do you like to do? I like to clean. Oh, well, this is going to be a nonstop party for you. Which... Uh, I don't know why she was making jokes about that, because if she's going there to live and the person's like, I like cleaning, you say, oh, cool. If you want to clean, just do that. And thank you. You're right. Like I would immediately be like, cool. You can clean everything. Thanks. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd just be like, oh, you, if, if you want to just clean stuff, because, you know, it's, it's your life. I'm not going to. Because it's your life. You're on Elvira. That's my parody of that song it's your life by who knows google does i don't feel like googling it so uh minerva and elvira go off to the side and she's like and elvira is like she can't be one of us well maybe the whole witch thing skipped a generation let's find out no minerva you got to be subtle subtle's my middle name so she goes over to Paige and says Paige. When did you consummate your relationship with the Incubus? And Paige is like, what? And Elvira goes, oh no, Minerva just says she always gets constipated when she rides the bus. I'll make her an appointment with Dr. Kavorkian. Which, if you don't know, Kavorkian was that guy that did a lot of assisted suicide. The more you know. That was, John, that was the most pitiful whistle I've ever heard in my life. It's it's also the ghost that wants to get sent home oh it's the ghost that's whistling yeah okay yeah he just i don't know that tune just gets stuck in his head every once in a while so he's at work and that's what he normally does so he figures if he does it that way they'll be like man he's really sick he's not he's trying to be upbeat but he can't even he can't even so they're still trying to like figure this they're 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 trying to figure out a, a way to like figure out if she's a witch so she says Elvira says, oh, you must have inherited my brother's talents. And Paige goes, yes, I speak Latin. Which doesn't make sense because you don't inherit that. I know what you're talking about. I was born speaking English. I was born speaking gibberish. Those were my first words, coincidentally. Yeah, I know. I was there. You were. That's true. We're twins. Wait, no. You weren't there because I was born before you. <gasps> Spoo! 
Spooky. Uh, no, seriously, go home. You're sick. So then we cut to an office, and Officer Taylor, who is Chip, turns out Chip was an undercover cop, goes to his boss. Uh, Nothing spookier than undercover. Am I right? John, am I right? John? Oh my god, where'd he go? Okay, you need to go home, sick ghost. This is getting a little too much. Just bring John back. Oh god, that was so weird. Every everything was covered in cheese. Oh, you damn, I I see the mistake. Instead of Casper the friendly ghost, you got Cabot the cheesy ghost. He kept making puns. It was awful. Well, at least at least you're back. And with a shred of decency, is that a cheese pun? No? Because shredded cheese? It wasn't good enough. Eh, I can do cheddar. We needed to stop. <laughs> Mozzarella. The only thing scarier than this TV show are how bad these puns are. I swear, that's the last spooky joke we're going to make, I promise. Please don't turn this podcast off. Or do. That's true. We're not your real dad. We can't tell you what to do. So, uh, it turns out that Chip went undercover because uh, the client from the beginning, the love potion, allegedly put her in the hospital. And Chip's boss is like, your mission was to nail her. And Chip says, believe me, I wanted to. And there's like a lot of innuendo there. And then we cut back to Elvira's house. And Elvira is cleaning and she sweeps stuff under the carpet. She goes, say ah. And then the carpet lifts up and then slams down. Hey, John, why are you showing me pictures of Nacho Libre? Because I was thinking about Jack Black. Aren't we all? So after that, uh, Minerva and Paige come out of the kitchen. And Paige is like, I finished cleaning. And basically, Paige... Uh, Elvira's like, okay, so you and Minerva, you and Minerva are going out somewhere because I have a date tonight. Why don't you guys go to this corn shucking contest? And Paige, because she's supposed to be like this dull character, is like, ooh, that sounds fun. And Minerva says, I'm a bit tired. Why don't you go shuck yourself, dear? Because it's edgy. It's an edgy joke. And then they leave. And she sprays... Elvira sprays the fuck out of the house with, like, some air freshener, sits down on the couch, tries to lay down seductively, takes a whiff of her armpits, then uses the air freshener on her armpits. And Chip shows up, and she goes, can I get you something to drink? Well, how about that love potion? Why would a man like you need a love potion? Well, sometimes I have problems. And Elvira goes, oh, well, we could fix that with a little physical therapy. So she goes, okay, I'll go get you, I'll go get you your potion, gets the potion, and he's like, okay, well, I'll take it to go, because I have a date. And she goes, what? You don't have, what? You have a date? What? And for real, for real. And he's like wrestling with her over the potion, because she's pissed, and she spills it on him, and it like freezes him in place, and then she turns, stares at the camera, it crash zooms on her face, as she goes, And then we cut to commercial. 
when we come back from commercial, uh, she's like poking at him. She's like, oh, no, he's as hard as a rock. And Renfield goes, well, wasn't that the point? And she finds his badge, finds out he's an undercover cop. Minerva comes home with Paige and they cover him with a sheet just to like kind of hide it from Paige. And then Paige finds out and she's like, I'm leaving. I don't want any part of this. And then Renfield says something. She goes, shut up, Renfield. And that's when they find out Paige is a witch because she can hear Renfield. And then the cops show up and Minerva smashes out the window, says, come and get me, you dirty coppers. I've always wanted to say that. Elvira decides, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm turning myself in. And then Minerva goes, into what? And then she tells them to like leave through a secret exit and she'll kind of take the blame for everything that's happened. But then Paige does some weird spell, which John pointed out, she knows Latin. So that's why she knows how to like do this stuff. I was baffled by that because she literally didn't realize she was a witch, but somehow knows spells. Well, I think she said she knew she was a witch. She just didn't want to do that stuff. No, I thought she didn't know she... Well, either way, she knows spells. And she does this spell, lightning flashes, and then she says, Elvira, kiss Chip to reverse the spell. So she's kissing him, and he unfreezes as the cops walk in and go, this is a bust. And she goes, no, this is a bust, and points to her tits. Because, like I said, every ounce of innuendo fit into 26 minutes. So then Elvira gets arrested, and the client from the beginning comes in, And the DA is just like, well, we're arresting her because she put you in the hospital. And the client reveals, no, I got pneumonia from dancing around naked. She didn't put me in the hospital. And the DA is just like, well, we're still going to arrest her for selling fake love potions. And the client's like, well, that's what I'm here to talk about. Those aren't fake. I found my husband. Boom. And they... Which... How are you going to arrest somebody for selling fake love potions? Like, you... They don't arrest people that sell fart in a can. Well, that's because every fart in a can is a fart in a can. That's no, that's not. I don't believe you. Have you ever farted in a can? No. Then psh, legally you can't disprove me. That's not how that works. Um, I believe it is. And you just got lawyered. So uh, the DA is like, oh, Chip, how could you kiss that trash? And Elvira goes, well, at least trash gets picked up sometimes. And okay, stop. So, <laughs> and she goes, no hard. Er, and Chip goes, oh well, no hard feelings. And Elvira goes, well, I don't know, maybe later. Wink. And then there's a post-credit scene where Paige makes tea and says, oh, I just made it with things I found in the pantry. And they go, which things? She goes, yes, because which things? Ha ha, funny joke. And that's the end of the show. So we're going to take a quick little break, and then we'll be back with our pitches. (laughs) 
Welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles. And I'm your co-host, Michael. I'm Scotty. My name is Joel. Okay, so what we do in the podcast is we answer questions from our audience like... What does, uh, what would Batman sound like if he was played by Tom Hanks? Uh, okay, Joel, go. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I gotta go uh, get the, the Penguin and Catwoman. <laughs> oh, in my Batmobile. <laughs> All right, and at the end of the episode, we make original movies. Ideas for movies. Uh, uh, Apollo 1776. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so the idea here is they go into outer space, they come back, they're back in time, and, and they crack the Liberty Bell. Oh no. Those astronauts. <laughs> you can find our podcast wherever podcasts are found, and uh, we hope that you have a wonderful week. Hi, I'm Sarah, the host of the Salty Canadian Podcast. If you want a podcast with rants, reviews, and just having fun, then this is the podcast for you. I can be found on Facebook, Twitter, at SaltyCanadian17, Instagram, the Salty Canadian. My show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, CastBox, YouTube, and Google Play Music. Hopefully you will join me. Have a great day, eh? So, John. Had this show somehow continued, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? I would have wanted an episode with Jeff. <laughs> I would have wanted an episode guest starring Jack Black and Kyle Gass, uh, where for some reason the show focuses on them for an episode. It's not a crossover. They just kind of show up and it confuses everybody. Uh, Tenacious D is doing some sort of summoning ritual so that they can get some uh, some demon to help them create some awesome rock. Uh, and they accidentally summon Elvira, who is also very confused as to what's going on. And uh, they have to convince Elvira to help them write uh, write an album. You know, that could actually work, especially because Elvira does sing some songs. I know. And think about the possibility of an Elvira Tenacious D crossover. I don't know that the I band, want to. The band, not the episode of the show. Like a crossover with the band, not an episode of the shows. Uh, you know, I like it. I feel like I feel like you could tweak it a little bit. Like maybe they go to her, maybe. No. No, I, I like the idea of that they the show start the show starting and it's focusing on them for like five minutes and people are just very confused as to what's going on. There's no there's no backstory to it. They just the episode just starts with them. So people would like check their TV guides and be like, wait a minute, is Elvira on tonight? And they're just like, oh, it's a different show. I'll definitely watch this. They're just like, oh, this is a different show. I'll definitely watch this. And then Elvira shows up and they're just like, oh, this is still the Elvira show. I'll watch it because, you know, this is this seems cool that, you know, that makes sense. So I figured it's our Halloween episodes. So I'll pitch a Halloween episode. Uh, so Elvira has a song called like haunt living in a haunted house. It's not a good song, but they play it over and over again at my job because they literally only have like five Halloween songs. So this song is been in my brain for like three weeks straight. So in the episode, Elvira decides 
Like, you know what? I can't take living with Minerva anymore. She's getting on Minerva's. Ha. Get it? Anyways, so <laughs> so she uh, finds out that her brother left her his house in his will. So she decides she's going to move there with Paige. And the house turns out to be haunted. There's going to be like a montage of her dealing with like stupid like haunted shit. And that song that she's saying that living in a haunted house is going to be playing along with it. Like, I don't know, like maybe a ghost is going to like flush the toilet while she's in the shower. Like stupid stuff like that. Then she gets like real annoyed and yells at the ghost. The ghost gets kind of sad and then decides payback. He's going to possess Paige. And then and then his ghost co-worker comes in sick and his ghost co-worker just keeps putting it out there how sick he is in hopes that he gets sent home and that john is what we call a callback to that dumb bit that we started in this episode <laughs> so yeah he's gonna possess page and then it's gonna turn to like an exorcist parody and then elvira is gonna have to invite minerva over to fix all of her mistakes so yeah and then like a post-credit scene could be like elvira moving back in with minerva and Minerva's just like, okay, you can move back in, but only if you, like, promise to, like, give me, I don't know, a back rub every week. And she goes, oh, I'd rather live with ghosts. Like, something stupid like that. What if, instead, she turns the haunted house into an attraction? That could be, like, the post-post-credit scene. And then the post-post-post-credit scene is something falls on a guy in the haunted house and she gets sued. And that man is Nick Fury from the Avengers. That's how he lost the eye. <laughs> John, do you have any other ideas for episodes? Oh, God, no. I'm just going to comment on yours. All right, that's I fair. didn't want to think about this that much. That makes sense. See, I was supposed to record this episode with someone else, so I watched it, and then they had to back out because of a work schedule, and then John was like, oh, I'll do it. John made me watch this show for a second time. So I have a few different pitches. Like, this show is stuck in my brain, unfortunately, forever. So I feel like there would be a Sabrina the Teenage Witch crossover. Because, you know, you got Renfield, their talking cat, and Salem, the talking cat from Sabrina. And, like, maybe, like, they go to see Elvira or something, and Salem and Renfield bond. And, like, they decide they're gonna rob a, f like, pet store or some shit like that. Because, like, who, they're going to be cat burglars. Ah, uh, ah, uh, there we go. That's the name of the episode, Cat Burglars. Part then, two. Part two. Cool. So, yeah, I think that's that could be, like, something. Also, for a series finale, I feel like Paige would get tired of, like, living this secret life. Living in a hot house. And she would be like, you know what, Minerva, we gotta we gotta get out there and be like, we're witches. And Minerva agrees, because Minerva hates hiding her witchcraft. So they get out and say, like, yeah, we're witches. And Elvira gets nervous, so she goes into hiding, thinking the whole thing's gonna backfire. And then, like, maybe there's, like, another montage type thing where she's, like, hitchhiking, like, chopping wood. She's a lumberjack now. Some shit like that. Her just doing odd jobs. And then... Paige and Minerva find her, and they tell her, oh, it's wonderful. Everybody, like, everybody thinks we're cool because we're witches, and CBS wants to make a TV show about us. And, like, Elvira's gonna be like, 
that's dumb. Who would ever think that would be a good idea? And like turns to the camera and stares at it for a solid three minutes. And that's the intro to the episode. No, that's the end of the series. And then like maybe like the very end of it would be like CBS filming the Elvi- the the Elvira show show. Like a documentary on the Elvira show type thing. And she's like Elvira's acting in her place. And they have two different people playing Paige and Minerva. And it gets super meta. And Elvira's directing it. She's directing it. She's directing herself from a director's chair at the same time because of the magic. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow our Instagram. Check out our Facebook. All of it's pretty much just unaired podcast at unaired podcast. Uh, we have an email unairedpodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. John, do you have anything to add? No. All right. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, wait. Some things are better left unaired. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. Hello again, everyone. It's Mr. Most Days Off from the Best Darn Diddly Review Show, here with a special message for you from Richie the Whiz Kid. You know, a town without Best Darn Diddly is a little like the mule with the spinning wheel. No one knows how he got it and danged if he knows how to use it. The name's WizKid, Richie the WizKid, and I come before you good fans of Springfield with probably the greatest podcast. Uh, it's not for you. It's more of a Shelbyville podcast. Now, you wait here just a minute. We're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. You tell us where to listen to Best Darn Diddly and we'll listen. I'll tell you exactly where you can listen to it. You can catch the Best Darn Diddly Review Show each and every Monday on bestdarndiddly.com. So hop on the monorail and join us on this journey through the Simpsons series.